Ready. Ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. What am I introducing <laughs> you as? <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. I don't even know. Sometimes I know exactly what you're going to say. Every single month, your bank account is overdrawn. The world is a business. A husband is what's left of a sweetheart after the nerve has been killed. Walking around blindly with dead eyes, following orders, not knowing what they do, not caring. If you have selfish, ignorant citizens, you're going to get selfish, ignorant leaders. You mean like Democrats? Well, we both agree that must be the reason. Why not let the folks themselves ask for something that they like to hear? We are knee-deep in a pool of stagnation. No, 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 wait a minute, friends. You don't want to hear that, do you? Yeah. Yeah. yeah! Hey, guys, welcome to Objectively Incorrect. I'm Stephen Smith. I'm joining studio right now, which is actually home studio, <laughs> uh, right now with Vikish Pickering of Vic Creation. And Vikish, Vikish, welcome to the show. Thank you, thank you, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> and Vikish, I don't know if Vikish knows this, but I look up to this lady so, oh wow, so much. Oh, like wow. she has like an amazing energy. Like I don't know if everybody <laughs> has the same experience. Maybe she might be like, like really like I don't know, managerial in certain positions. But but still. Mm-hmm. My experience with Vikish has been absolutely awesome. Vikish, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for having me. Oh, great. <laughs> okay, so today we're going to be talking about her experience with Vic Creation and how that started. We're going to also be talking about love. We're going to be talking about trauma, dealing with yourself, looking inside. And it's going to be a loaded show because it's Vikish. It's <laughs> inspiration central. Uh, the dream center, everything is just an all-in-one power, 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 powerful woman. All right, Vikish, welcome to the show again. Okay, but before we start, before we get into all of that, we're going to play a little game. We're going to play fact or fiction as usual. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to give you five statements. Mm-hmm. And these statements are rather random. <laughs> um, this one feels a little bit more random than regular. It's all over the place. Okay. All right. But you, um, Go ahead, go but ahead. I'm just going to give you five statements to tell me if it's true or false. Okay, ready? Mm-hmm. Okay, number one. Britney Spears' used pregnancy test was sold on eBay for $5,001. Britney Spears' used pregnancy test was sold on eBay for $5,001. True or false? I would hope false. (laughs) It's true. What? (laughs) In 2005. (laughs) Wow. In 2005, they purchased a positive pregnancy test that Spears had allegedly used in Los Angeles hotel room. It was wow. apparently found in the room's bin after the one more time hit maker and her then husband, Kevin Federline, checked out. So somebody found it and they sold it on wow. eBay for $5,000. That's unbelievable. How do you even prove that? Like, <laughs> exactly, because my mind just went racing. I'm like, yeah, but what if... It's not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's the point? I'm I mean, having it anyway. Exactly. Like, well, again, people who just want, I don't know. I don't know why. They'll but... hang it up somewhere. I hope that uh, <laughs> $5,001 sound like a stretch burger. Yeah. All right. Number two. Our bodies on average have 21 to 28 points of blood. Our bodies on average have 21 to 28 points of blood. True or false? Tavi, going to be so disappointed if I get this wrong. False. It is absolutely false. <laughs> It is absolutely false. An average adult has between 9 and 12 pints of blood in their body. Okay. The volume of blood in a person's body will vary according to their size and other factors. Okay. So, yeah, not 28. (laughs) That's that's a lot. Uh, All right. right, Number three. Vikish, that's one on two. Number three. There's high-speed internet on the way to Mount Everest. There's high-speed internet on the way to Mount Everest. Mm -hmm. Um, True or false? False. It's true. Oh. 
That's uh, weird. I know. The highest point. Well, well I guess when you when you consider the day we living in, yeah, is yeah, yeah I could probably, understand. And it's a big tourism spot. Yeah. Nepalese yeah. telecoms firm Encel says they have installed eight 3G base stations along the route to em- to Everest Base Camp. Wow. So there's internet all the way up to the top. So wow. you can send an Instagram mm-hmm. from the top, from of, the top. top of Mount Everest. <laughs> of course. That, that, there's a lot of controversy to that Mount Everest walk because the, 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 the Nepalese, the Nepalese mm-hmm. who act as Sherpas, the mm-hmm. guys who actually escort you up the hill and lift up your heavy bags and so on, mm-hmm. them guys will die a lot. Wow. Right? And they just die so that tourists don't die. Wow. So the Mount Everest trip. Yeah, that's... Yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty, that's pretty awful. Yeah. It's pretty bad. All right, so number four. Listerine was sold as floor cleaner and a cure for gonorrhea. Listerine was sold as a floor cleaner and a cure for gonorrhea. True or false? I'd have to say false. That's absolutely true. Oh my gosh. Listerine was invented in 1879 as a surgical antiseptic as well. Wow. And with a trade. Well, I learned something. A I, few things today. I learned something too. Because <laughs> floor cleaner. I know. Cure for gonorrhea. That seems like a stretch. That's, mm-hmm. that's right. It burns. It burns us. It sounds like it sounds like it will burn just as much as gonorrhea. Probably. Well, not that I know how Not that I know. I just heard. Far, yeah. Uh, I'm not familiar. Yeah. Um, but anyway, moving on. Number five. Last, last but not least. Mm-hmm. In 1983, scientists found that on Mars, sunsets are consistently blood red because of the reflection on the planet's surface. In 1983, scientists found that on Mars, sunsets are consistently blood red because of the f- reflection on the, uh, the planet's surface. True or false? <laughs> I'm trying to make sense of it. False? It's absolutely false. Okay. <laughs> What, what, what color do you think sunsets are on Mars? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't think you, I don't think you would guess, but give it a try. Uh, no, orange? On Mars, sunsets are blue. You know, I was going to say blue, but I'm like, how? Oh, oh. it's, it's all to do with the dust in the Martian ear. The bluish oh. tinge comes from the fact that the fine dusts on Mars mm-hmm. is the right size for blue light to penetrate the atmosphere more efficiently. I was only going to say blue because you say you wouldn't believe. So I was looking I for a far-fetched And the far-fetched you could get is blue. It's true. Yeah. Far from red, the opposite side. Yeah. That wow. is, I'm like, what? A blue sunset. A blue sunset and every day. Wow. Every day. And it's, a, it's weird because in the daytime, mm-hmm. The planet is red, like the the sunlight looks red. But as soon as it gets to the, the horizon, mm-hmm. it starts it, it shifts to blue. Wow, that's interesting. Very much so. Welcome to I learned some Baker. things today. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I know the I know of the story of how you got into into jewelry. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I don't think a lot of my listeners and it's a very inspiring story to me. Mm-hmm. I many have spoken about it at least three or four <laughs> times. Um <laughs> But but tell like tell me like how did you get into into jewelry? How did you get into? Because you create jewelry, just so the people know, the creation is by you, mm-hmm. and you're an artist that creates jewelry from scratch and mm-hmm. using some of the mi- the minerals and materials that are around us in Saint yes. like sand and 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 coral and all these things, things that wash up on the beach, but also yeah. like other materials like you know 
plants shuck, and so on. Shuck, seeds. Shuck, shuck, yeah. seeds and all this stuff. Like, how did you get into creating jewelry? Okay, you're correct when you say a lot of people don't know. Because today, um, I was messaging Yonoma. Mm. So I sent her some pictures because she posted about I flamboyant. So I sent her, I was like, you know, nice, send her adapts emoji. Mm -hmm. So she was like, you're going? I said, I take him part. And I sent her some pictures. And she was totally blown Shut away. She said, I didn't know you'd do this. I know you do makeup, but I didn't know you'd do all of this too. So how I got into it, um, a friend of mine at work makes jewelry. Mm -hmm. And she was like, the way she see me operate at work, always finding a creative way for any solution, any mm -hmm. problem. Um, she was like, I think you'd be good at making jewelry, you know. So instantly I got excited at the thought because I always wanted to do stuff like that, but never really, you know, went into it. Mm -hmm. So I went, ordered some beads. I was like, let me, let me, let me try something, something. and mm -hmm. show her and see if she thinks you would be good enough. So mm -hmm. I ordered the beads from Amazon, exciting, put them together. And then I was like, hey, Laurel, how these look? So she was like, who make them? I said, me. She said, what do you mean? I said, yeah, I make them. I wanted to try and show you before. Uh -huh. So she was like, well, I can't teach you nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. that's your first run. Yeah. And uh -huh. then I wasn't satisfied with the whole beads thing. I, feel, I felt like I needed to find a way, one, to truly express what I felt uh -huh. at the time of creating a thing. Um, and I wanted to be able to give people something that was really local. When we say, oh, it's locally made, it wasn't beads that I ordered or anything. Mm -hmm. So I started brainstorming and experimenting, trying to find me in what I do. And what you do, yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I came up with the, the, the idea to use the, the shak shak seeds and the sea fan and the sand. Like you're literally getting a piece of saying it's now. It's true. When yep. you leave. Yep. And in doing, in starting that way, like I keep finding my way a little more, like being true to me. Because being able to create stuff might be my gift, mm -hmm. but my passion is people. Mm. So now I'm able to interact with people so much more when it comes to that. And then finding myself even more and linking the two, I was able to come up with the concept to create a line that would be inspired by people mm -hmm. and it's called soulful soulful mm -hmm. so each collection in that line would be something that somebody you know inspired me to create mm -hmm. so i'm looking forward to doing that sometime early next year soulful line but you say you so you're like just to, to kind of bring it back so your passion is 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 people Yes. Um, when, when, because a lot of us, like, something we don't really know, like, what we're passionate about. Like, you just take a lot, sometimes you take some time, like, you take a couple of years. It does. Before you kind well, of. Well, I have a lot of years under the belt, so. <laughs> I, I, you don't look like you have a lot of years under the belt. I do, though. So, it, it, when I think back on my life, like, the other day, which is important to do too, I could remember like, you know, me saying it's doing me saying it's and my thought was never, oh, I got to win this show. Mm -hmm. It was like, I need to have a message. Like I need to have something to inspire people, something to make people think. 
So my talent was on life, my platform was on life, which most people thought like, oh, you know, that's so simple, so broad, but it's so important. It's so important if we don't appreciate the foundation, then what else is there? Is there true? What else is there? So, so, so you won the thing? Is the missing? No, I was actually first runner up and couldn't be bothered that I was because I felt like, well, I did my best. And looking back now and understanding life a lot more, mm. you have to be willing to see what you want. I wasn't seeing me winning, I was seeing me doing, you know, delivering a good performance. Oh. So that in itself is another lesson. If you, if you, you could see it, uh-huh. if you believe it, you could achieve it. Something like that, right? Uh-huh. Like if you, if yeah, you could like, visualize it. Yeah, you have to be seeing it. But my focus wasn't on winning. My focus was on delivering a message. Surprisingly. But hold on, hold on. What cool for your chaperone? Like, like <laughs> one chaperone. Oh, you didn't have a chaperone. <laughs> no, actually, I had. Um, at that time, I was working at the tourism department, mm-hmm. and like my mind was so set on what I wanted to do that it was actually Wendell, Wendell Pemberton, yeah, Wendell. male, yeah, first time in probably a lot of years, a male chaperone. And I he don't did, even hear about those. Yeah, no he more. was very supportive, but because we worked together, um, you know, he was so supportive that he started, you know, being the person to help me, like, do everything and, like, be there for me. Mm-hmm. And he was great, but I knew what I wanted to do. And I just, yeah, went and did it. So, Wendell was your chaperone. So, so, so. <laughs> <laughs> This whole thing, because I didn't, I, this is off. I didn't know this. I didn't know that you yeah. participated. Yeah. So, so when you say your platform was life, like, what were you saying about life, life. at that time? Because I, I don't know how much, this was this a long time ago, because you look yeah. like you're still it's, 31 or so. Um, then, I can't even remember the year, to be honest. I'd probably roll laughing if I look back at the show, right? Uh-huh. But my platform was on simply appreciating life. And the lines I remember from my talent, this guy from um, Tartola had a poem, because for a while I lived in Tartola, my dad is from Tartola. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was about life. And the lines I remember is, as rapidly as the dew disappears from the lawn, before we know it, our lives have come and gone. What? Taking every day for granted, never nurturing the seeds we've planted. And uh, it was along that line. So mm-hmm. I came out in a coffin, you know, the works. <laughs> you come out in a coffin, Vicky? Yeah, yeah. And then I danced to um, this song, Diana, Princess Diana, Candle in the Wind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, again, I would probably laugh if I look back at this I show. And, but for me, it was important to have a message to deliver. Because, mm-hmm. like, in growing up and observing life, I wasn't much of a talker. Oh, when okay. I was younger. I know. <laughs> people, uh-huh. people who hear me like ramble off about certain things would be surprised. But I could remember going to Dr. Hodge one day while I'm big. Mm-hmm. And he was like, he said, you know, you know, you know when you were small, I thought you couldn't talk. <laughs> <laughs> it was that bad. I was very shy and I was very quiet. But in doing so, I observe a lot growing up and I continue to do so. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, we're surrounded by so much people and sometimes we ourselves are so, so broken, so discouraged, so hurt. And all we need is to hear one little word mm-hmm. to, to kind of trigger something in you into to movement or like some direction. Yeah, yeah. So I always felt the need to 
live in such a way that it would inspire somebody. Yes. It would help somebody. And that's, that's honestly my true passion. So, so, so there was a reason why you were shy. Is it that, like, is it, is it that something, something triggered that, or you just that's how you know yourself. That was that was where your comfort zone was. Like, One, that's it? how I know myself, and uh, I think just the circumstances at that point in time mm. just c- pushed me further and further, like into that shell. And it's funny we end up going down this road mm. because I actually recorded a video. This week, because I've been trying to step out of my comfort zone, I think God prepares you for something, and yeah. then he he instructs you to move. So the first video I did, like I, I literally break down in tears in the car because I, it's not me. I don't like the to be in the it's in the, the light, light. Mm-hmm. but it's like okay, so which one you want more to help or to hide? Mm. So. That day, I was like, you know, screw it. Let me just do it. Like, I felt like God was wrestling with me in the car because I keep getting the feeling like, don't let it pass. You keep pulling it off. Stop punking out. Just do this. And I got to work and I was like, I started video recording the video and halfway through one of it, like, I just started crying. I had to stop. Start again. I had to stop because maybe I said something wrong, and I just I was like, "Oh my God!" So I paused, and then I uh-huh. tried to negotiate with God again, and I was like, "You know, the memory falls so, and being on the makeup, so I gonna fix up, and then I gonna delete gonna some again. stuff, and I gonna come back." And he was like, "He was like, no, cause you know, when you leave this car, that's it. You gonna do it, and you gonna do it now." So I was like, "Fine," and I just did it, like. And I was, I was like, okay, don't wait too long, just post it. Don't, don't wait to, to discourage yourself from posting it. Just post it. So I did it. And then instantly I felt light. Instantly I felt satisfied because my aim is if it's to inspire only one person or to help or heal whatever one person, that's enough. This guy on my WhatsApp messaged me. He was mm-hmm. like, hmm, interesting you post that video today. So I was like, why? He said, because I think that was for me. So then I started asking him, like, you know, what's going on? And then we were able to talk about his situation and, you know, share some light on, on, you know, direction and, like, hope. Mm -hmm. Like, wherever your eyes, not the end. Like, so just to give some hope. Mm -hmm. And then somebody else messaged me again. I think this was for me. You know, so right away I felt light. I was like, Lord, thank you. <laughs> like, thank you for you wrestling with me and making me do it. You had the message. You know how I, the other day, I think it was the same, maybe last week or mm-hmm. the, maybe the week, maybe it was last week, um, I saw uh, a WhatsApp, we're calling it WhatsApp, but the status, yeah. a status yeah. on Judy Purple's profile, oh. <laughs> right? Yeah. And to my surprise, who do I see but Vicky Pickering? <laughs> I know, and right? It was a two-part thing. I think it was like a minute long. And I looked at it and I was like, this is what Vicky was supposed to be doing all the time because I've spoken to you, I mean, off, off mm-hmm. the record, on the record. Mm-hmm. I've spoken to you before. Me and you sat down over Christoph Harbour mm-hmm. and had like mm-hmm. discussion for a couple of hours, always, I think. Yeah. And the thing is, I always, like when I left from there, I think we had it once, and I left from there and I felt so light because... You have you vibrate at a frequency mm-hmm. that does just feel so understanding. Like in a world where you feel so isolated, yeah, it feel yeah. like when 
when I talk to you, I feel included. Like, like somebody awesome. kill. That's awesome. That's so awesome. So when I saw the videos, like, finally, Vicky is doing what she's supposed to be doing. <laughs> and it, it's like, it triggered off, like, a course of events I mm-hmm. reached out to you. And it's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know. Even that. Yeah, even because we talk about it before, of course. but I never worry and I never try to rush anything because I feel, I feel like, and when I say I, like nothing is without God. Mm-hmm. I keep trusting that He will direct me every day. I keep trusting that He will make the way, mm-hmm. even when I can't see, see it. it. And I keep trusting that everything would line up when it's supposed to. So. Yeah, this, yeah. Yeah, yeah. even with us, like, I, and even with us, like, I, I remember I went to, because, you know, the whole line and whatnot. And I went to Charlie's business partner, and I said, like, I really want to do this. Like, it's been a long time, mm-hmm. and I really... She probably fed up, no? Yeah, she's like, but Stephen, like, yeah. we, we, we had this yeah. already. Like, I was yeah. like, yes, but I really want to do this. Mm-hmm. Like, this is something I really want to do. This is not like, I don't even see it as a client situation. I just, I want this mm-hmm. to happen. I think... What she has to offer is something that people would connect with. I think that what she she messaged everything mm-hmm. has something that is going to heal and help people. I want to do this, mm-hmm. so it's like I just I don't know. I mean, I have so much questions to ask you. I'm really excited as to how much. <laughs> but the one thing I want to ask you is like, what what do you think kind of stops us? Because we sometimes we know inside ourselves like there's mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. that we have to accomplish. There's something that we have to do. That is for the benefit of not just bank accounts or anything like yeah. that. It just has to do with helping the world. Like, yeah. what stops us from doing those things? What stops us from healing the world that we should? Oftentimes, doubt. Because when I first started, like, seeing and understanding that, hey, this is, this is the path that you should take. Mm-hmm. You know, a part of me was, like, excited because, hey, I want to help. And then, in, like, we got these negative conversations in our heads about ourselves some more than others and I remember thinking what are you going to tell anybody who is you like like mm. who you to tell anybody anything like That's why true. you so you feel like you're not equipped for the job and I remember um about two or three years ago and I remember it very well because I was so excited about it it was my birthday I got a call from a lady and she was like, hey, I'm calling from New Horizons mm-hmm. um, Rehabilitation Center, and we're doing a summer program, and we were wondering if you could, if you'd be interested in doing, like, a jewelry-making workshop. I was like, y- sure. Yes, you said because sure. Because <laughs> I didn't think about, I, I forgot everything about jewelry. I wasn't thinking about jewelry. All I saw was an opportunity to connect with these kids who, were in whatever situation they were in. Mm-hmm. Like, my eyes tear up the day. The lady, like, she didn't even understand. Like, that was my birthday gift. Wow. So, I'd never done a jewelry workshop. So, after I commit to it, I was like, oh, crap, I need to find a structure for this workshop, some direction. And, sorry, it's in okay. preparing for the workshop, I started seeing how oh, this, I could use this opportunity to say this. And again, going back a little bit, one of my doubts was like, what would I say to people? I would listen to people like Les Brown and Lisa Nichols, and they got these amazing stories. Yeah. And I'm like, man, on the stories, like, what are going to tell people? Like, and I'm like, Lord, help me. Just, just give me the words. Just show me the way. Mm-hmm. Surprisingly enough, I left, 
New Horizons that day, and I, I just laugh because I'm like, you said you had no stories. The amount of, of stories, stories I told that night, right? Like, I was in awe because I'm like, you didn't know you had stories because you wasn't looking for them. And you need to surround yourself with circumstances that are going to draw these stories out, that are going to trigger these stories. And I was like, okay. And then I start thinking, okay, but only them stories I got. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. At least I felt that way. Uh-huh. So I was like, yeah, so you probably wouldn't be good at this. Maybe you should just take it easy mm. you know and i like to be sure that is not me like present in whatever is is like god directing me not just me purpose. trying to show myself mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, being mm-hmm. people face yeah. um you try to alleviate the ego yeah yeah so mm. i i would keep searching it out and searching it out and i'm like no this is more than me mm. and then it dawned on me every time you listen to lisa nichols or les brown or whoever you hear the same stories, but they're mm. just tailored based on the audience they're talking to. Because in reality, we could only speak from the experiences we've had. Yeah. So then I cross that doubt off the list. And bit by bit, I, I just keep crossing off the doubts and realizing that, hey, it's possible. Like, like if God send you, he going to keep you. So just do it. And don't do it of yourself. You got to do it for... Yeah. It has to be deeper. Yeah. It has to be deeper. But how much did you do one? It was the workshop just one time? Or one was time. It, it was I would love to do it again. Like, I don't even want anything for it. I provide whatever is... Like, I, I would just be happy to have the opportunity. To do it again. To, yeah. I think you're putting it out in the universe right now. That's right. You know, it's funny. Right. I had the other day, um, the youth department had invited me to speak at a camp. Mm-hmm. And... Like, it's not the first time I ever had to talk to kids mm-hmm. right now. But, like, normally when I do it, I think I over-prepare. Like, <laughs> I either have, like, the anecdotes will be, like, uh-huh. the stories will be lined up. Uh-huh. And I have, like, a structure, the introduction, and the three points, the three main points. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm the conclusion. Everything. everything. Man, Vikish, everything will be layered out. Mm-hmm. Points and so, like, bullet points. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I could just stare at it. Okay, cool. I know where I am. I could yeah. navigate. Yeah. And I've done at least three or four like public speaking activities mm-hmm. like, and I've never followed it like I, I don't know maybe the over prepared this to make me a little bit more confident mm-hmm. but I've never followed it because what, the last time the reason I speak of this last time is because when I went there mm-hmm. I had this thing layered out uh-huh. and, and only to get there to realize that the kids won they were at a camp they were stripped of their phones mm-hmm. so they were very like not very interested <laughs> Like, it's, I mean, like, you, it's like, you, you have to see it like, imagine if you were speaking to, uh, this is a little excessive, but imagine you're speaking to cigarette smokers mm-hmm. who haven't had a cigarette in, oh, a, yeah. in a week or so. Yeah. Like. Everybody grumpy. Everybody grumpy. They ain't really care. They, really care. They, they just want to get this week over it so they mm-hmm. can get back to their phone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I end up having to change my entire so presentation you. just on that piece of information because nothing, like, sometimes you have like a whole maybe 20 mm-hmm. minutes. No, 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 no. These kids, you gotta try to shorten this down yeah. to six or yeah. seven minutes. Like, yeah. try to get it down and get to the point mm-hmm. and be very engaged with them yeah. because yeah. their attention span ain't really at all. And one of them, like, in the middle of the thing, he was like, Mr., you know, like, they take away phone them, right? And, like, right now he just want to go home. <laughs> 
and I, was, <laughs> and I ended up engaging with him. I was mm-hmm. like, so why, why do you want to go home? You don't think mm-hmm. the camp is good, you know? And, mm-hmm. and you're not having fun with your friends. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, but like, but, we can't share with the world. We can't tell them all the fun we're having. I said, but you could tell the people around you all mm-hmm. the fun you're having. And that's, that's sometimes so distracting. Like, you don't have to share everything with the world. Like, I try to... Like, right now, I'm trying to be more active on social media, you know, for because of what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. But I think it's so important to be in the moment every time. Completely. Yeah, like, completely. Like, let me... I would always end up looking back like, oh, gosh, I didn't even take a picture. Oh, crap, I should have do this. Oh, But then it's after because I was busy in the moment, which is, you know, what matters most. Of course. And, you know, what's funny, too, is that, like, in my job, we do a lot of interesting projects. Mm-hmm. Like, we go a lot of beautiful, absolutely beautiful mm-hmm. places. You go out on yachts. You go <laughs> up in helicopters. And it's, it's funny because... About a year ago, we had a, a, a meeting, mm-hmm. and it's just a meeting of two, but it's still a meeting. Yeah, yeah. And I was telling Charlie, like, you know, no, she said to me, she said, We don't share enough stuff on social media, we don't share enough of experiences. Mm-hmm. And so I said, Charlie, I'll, I'll be honest with you, I don't even remember my phone. Like, that's one mm-hmm. thing, even when we hire people, we're telling them, like, when you come, you have to start your phone. Like, yeah. you have to be engaged. Things happening yeah, all the time, definitely. you're supposed to be capturing, yeah. or you're supposed to be doing something to help with the capturing. Like, if you're on your phone, you're distracted. Distracted. So, like, she's like, but Steve, if we always, if we ignore people, then they're not going to be part of the journey and they're not going to feel like they're part of the brand. I said, um, okay, well, you do that then. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, you do that. Yeah. And, and the thing is, it, it, it's funny because I need to focus mm-hmm. completely. Like, it's not just about, you know, taking a shot or something. It's about, like, engaging with people. You can't really engage with people if you... Your head kind of down and you're like, you're sending a message. Like, you engage with that. Mm -hmm. It's like the same thing of like, if you go on a date, like this is something that happened. (laughs) It's just just a night. Like you're going on a a dinner date or something and you're with one or two other people and you just see them like... Everybody on their phone. Swishing out their phone. It's like, the place is pretty, Mm -hmm. like... Yeah, candlelit atmosphere. Like, hey, let's talk. This conversation is great. (laughs) And you're just like... Flip. I got to check my messages. Why? Yeah. Why do you have to check your messages? When yep. last have you gotten a message that was an emergency? When mm-hmm. last have you got a message mm-hmm. that like, I need you to come right now right because now. I'm at the hospital? Yeah. When? I know. <laughs> it's usually nothing. A lot of nothingness that distracts us. A lot of yep. sc- empty like scrolling and stuff. Like I talked to my girlfriend the other day because she, she, she is mm-hmm. like, she gets like a ton of messages. Mm-hmm. Like, She's popular, she's just a lot of messages. Mm-hmm. And I said, like, you know, when we're together, like, even for me and you, like, yeah. she's got to put her away. Yeah. Like, we yeah. got, like, even Limits. if it's an hour and a half, like, we're taking an hour and a half, and this is, like, for us, yeah. not for them, not yeah. for this. Like, they could wait, silent, bam, we could call you back. Yep. So you got credit. Yeah. But I feel like, man, you know, I, I don't know if, because we, we do get a lot of influences from social media, mm-hmm. like, even for you you have you have jewelry and so mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that do jewelry and a lot of interesting innovative things happening yeah. photography and video is the same thing but like are we losing something i mean with the advent of these phones are we losing something what do you think about that like are we losing a part of ourselves is it good for us is it bad for us i think like anything is about balance um 
we we have to learn how to use it to our advantage and not to our destruction. Mm -hmm. It's very destructive when it comes to relationships. Um, I have a friend who, you know, her husband will talk about it. You know, mm -hmm. I wish she touched me as much as she touched her phone. <gasps> like something as simple as that. Like you, yeah, it's very, and it might be nothing. Like we just looking at nothing. I'm new on Instagram, Instagram, and I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you don't get it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, and uh -huh. if you leave me, I would get distracted too. But like, I got to snap every, you know, every time and be like, hey, like, that's enough. Do what you're doing and just go get off. <laughs> like, get check off, it. Yeah. yeah, check. You get a message, check it. You get something, check it. But don't sit there scrolling, scrolling like for hours doing nothing. It's so distracting, especially when you have stuff to do. Yeah, well. when don't we have when do, when don't we have stuff to do? Because I mean, like, you could be working on a, anything. Mm -hmm. Like like mm -hmm. like I don't know. We have more distractions now, I think, than ever before. We yeah. and it's it's easy to to indulge. Like before, mm -hmm. I could like if you go back to the Roman Empire, they mm -hmm. had to wait until they had like an arena mm -hmm. battle in the arena to have entertainment. You know, mm -hmm. or they would gossip or something. Yeah, it's very active. But no, you literally have the world <laughs> at your fingertips. Like when we used to hear it in the nineties, and used to be like, you have like, the world yeah, at your fingertips. Sure. But you had to sit on behind yeah. a computer, right? <laughs> yeah. No, it's like I have the world at my fingertips everywhere. Yeah. Yep. If I'm on the beach, I have the world at my fingertips. Mm -hmm. If I'm um, on a cruise, I have the world at my fingertips. If mm -hmm. I'm in a plane, world yep. at my fingertips. It's like it doesn't stop. It doesn't. From it doesn't. Netflix to YouTube to. Instagram to Facebook to Twitter to there's every man of thing to keep you entertained but it's like you said okay when you're not busy but then when could you when do you have time to just let your life kind of just slip away from you because I mean if you spend all day on Instagram mm -hmm. you've accomplished what what have yeah. you accomplished in your life yeah usually nothing you could be reading a book. You could be trying to get better at a skill. You could learn a new skill. And you two men, they, they also offer that. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. I Which love is that. amazing. And again, it's about balance and you choosing, you know, making decisions that would better you. Yeah. I know of a youngster who would be on the internet searching looking at the latest in this and following this couple and these people. So when it comes to using the internet for that, great. When it comes to schoolwork, can't get it though. May not, may not, may not. But it never done. Let me check YouTube and see if somebody could help me or give some direction. So it's about, it all yeah, boils down to the individuals, like each one of us. And which goes back to my passion, right? Mm -hmm. From a long time, like, I have this thing about, it's not, for, forgive the English. Go it's ahead. not proper English, but it's the only way I say it. Mm -hmm. We Like, when we get together, it can't just be about what it's about. Mm. Meaning, if you have a football team, it can't just be about football. 
if you focus on self-development, then you got each individual being the best version of themselves, then of course you have a better team. You have a team that's playing better together. Same thing, whether it's dancing, like I've been around a few groups, track, football, you know, dance, modeling, whatever it is, and you always see the focus just on what it's about mm-hmm. and no focus on making each person. person better so then it'll never be the best it could be if everybody isn't the best that they, they can be. be so it can't just be about what it's about you you have to take it seriously when you're trusted with whether it's children or adults when you're in charge of a group mm-hmm. you have to take it seriously you have to consider it yeah, like it's a huge responsibility. That's deep. Huge responsibility, and we I think we take it lightly. Mister, I was talking to Mister Van, um, he, pre- previous principal mm-hmm. of BHS. Mm-hmm. I, I have to bring him on this show. I have to. Uh-huh. He has to come. He said he's interested, so maybe next year. Mm-hmm. But I was talking to him lately, and and he said, um, when it comes to teaching kids, just like we, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's such a brilliant thing. I never thought about. Mm-hmm. When it comes to teaching children. It's really not about teaching children. It's about helping children. Yes. Like to change, it might sound like a simple interchangeable word, but it's, it's a bigger thing. Yeah. Because yeah. if they have a problem that has nothing to do with school, school. it still affects school. Yeah. So yeah. it's not just about teaching them how to do a math problem or mm-hmm. what these terms mean in English and how to structure a sentence. Mm-hmm. It's about helping them to be the best individuals that they could be. And I, I agree 100%. Yeah, how could you have a child that is hungry every morning mm-hmm. being the best student that they could be? Yes, yes. There's a fundamental help that needs to be, mm-hmm. th- that help needs to be done first. Like, yeah, yeah. how do you solve that problem first? So he's like, help is not just about teaching and i think i, I agree 100 yeah. percent. like in anything even when it comes to like like being in business or like mm-hmm. say you have like a managerial position mm-hmm. yeah when they come to work at eight to four or nine to five whatever mm-hmm. like they have to get work done mm-hmm. but the, the problem exists when the reason they're not getting work done because you have so much stuff going on going on outside of work and they're not they're not able to either express it, you're not you don't care. You're like yeah. I don't care what happened out there, just yeah. come in here and do the work. Do your work and yeah, that's it. That's not that's not really how human beings work. Like human beings tend to work much better mm-hmm. when they don't have the overlying stress of something else interfering with yeah. their, their, their efficiency. Yeah, that's so true. So so true. And if you when it comes to like on the job, uh in any group for that matter. Once people have an outlet and they see that you care, they're more productive, they're more trustworthy. Because I find that, especially, I find kitchens to be very loyal people. Once, especially once they're, like, they're for you. Mm-hmm. And if you, show peop- if you show them that you care, whenever I have a team, whether it is on the job or off the job, my thing is to just show love. And sometimes love comes in different forms. Mm-hmm. Um, but even that, I think God has been working on me with. Like, it's okay, as people would say, to be nice. Mm-hmm. But it could be so to a fault. And I had to learn with the direction that he, he's 
sending me is important for me to have balance and to be able to say no, mm-hmm. to be able to be honest with you about whatever the situation is, not just to be there for you and be like the, the friend that would make everything okay. Mm-hmm. Of course, there's no judgment, but to be able to say, well, like yeah. I have a friend in Tartolo, right? And she would call me or message me and, you know, ready to rant about a situation and, mm-hmm. you know, with her husband and... I would listen, I would listen, I would listen. And when she finished, I would say, you know, I love you, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, that's so many precursors. I would say, before. you know, I love you, right? And she's like, I can't stand you. <laughs> <laughs> right? And mm-hmm. then I would, I would be honest with her about it. Once ago, I would uh, kind of shy away from being so straight and so mm-hmm. honest. Like, not that I would say, oh, he wrong. Or I'll tell right. her she mm-hmm. right if she not. Mm-hmm. But for me now is that, okay, if I love this person, yeah. I need to tell her whatever is necessary so that if she's wrong, she could see she's wrong and she could, you know, kind of stop and maybe think about her actions and hopefully come to the point where, boy, yeah, I was, uh, yeah, I was wrong. Mm-hmm. I was being disgusting, you know? Yeah. I could make but, an adjustment. Yeah. So, but it took... It, it took me going through things in order to get to that place. It didn't just happen. And I'm still a work in progress because there's so much um, areas that I still need to find the perfect balance. But And there's still some new challenges that will pop up to that will kind of test you. Yeah. Because it's yeah. like, how do I find what the real... Because there's, there's some situations, just like the one you mentioned, like where you... You want to be straight, mm-hmm. but you might need to apply a little bit of um grace grace and, and yeah and tact yeah when it comes to dealing with certain situations some people they might be like on the edge on the edge mm-hmm. yeah and it might be the time for you to more listen and try to understand and yeah. and be a little bit more passive mm-hmm. with the advice mm-hmm. versus being like no you're wrong yeah, you're, you're, yeah exactly you're, you're out your place and this is this was terrible you, you might end up something making and I guess that's where discernment to sort of come in yeah. like you gotta be able to discern feel, you feel the moment so yes. that you know how to respond uh, with, with with a lot of things I tend not to be too planned out mm-hmm. I just trust that you know God gonna lead the way and uh, he usually does he usually does that's you know that's funny when, when, you just said with a lot of things you're trying not to go into... It's almost like not going into strict. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to be... I have to be somewhat like water. Like, mm-hmm. I have to see how this feels, how this flows, and kind of mm-hmm. just be flexible mm-hmm. to flow with it. I found that in life, that has been one of the biggest things that I had to learn. Because <laughs> I am... I could be kind of obsessively compulsive. Uh, right? Yeah. Like, I, I, I used to be worse. Like, it used to be like... <laughs> much worse. <laughs> I used to be like, it has to be this way, mm-hmm. otherwise it's not, mm-hmm. it's not gonna work. Like mm-hmm. it has to be this, it has to be this, it has to be that, it has to be that, and like it used to cause me a lot of stress, um, a lot of unnecessary stress. Yeah, yeah, yep. And I think what I had to learn over the past few years, it's not like a long learning. Mm-hmm. This ain't like mm-hmm. not ten years ago mm-hmm. learning. This is maybe two, maybe recently. a year and a half. Like recently, recently. just had to like, I might come in with a plan because I want to know what yeah. I'll do, yeah. but. I know for sure that this is going to change. So yeah. it doesn't stress me out when like something doesn't happen in my favor mm-hmm. or something doesn't work out the way it's supposed Plan. to work out or it was planned to work out. Mm-hmm. But it does work out how mm-hmm. it's supposed mm-hmm. to because whatever makes you kind of better. Yeah. I have yeah. an example of this. Like 
we do a lot of advertisements and commercials mm-hmm. and stuff for different businesses. And we had one recently where the client was supposed to do something specific. Mm-hmm. And they assured us that they did it. So we, <laughs> we reached on set. They assured us, like, up to, like, mm-hmm. an hour before we come yeah. in, we have a plan, we already set up, we know we do. So we show up now and then um, maybe an hour in, we're, like, done set up, we're ready yeah. to go. They're like, um... <laughs> So yeah, that thing we were supposed to do, we didn't. Yeah, we didn't. We did, didn't do it. Didn't do it. So I'm like, like the first thought was obsessive. It's like, well, but we, well, yeah. we waste your time. Well, we don't know, you know. Mm-hmm. And the second thought was, wait, water flow. Mm-hmm. How how could we solve this? Because it's an issue, it's a problem. Mm-hmm. Solution based. Like yeah. stop focusing on the problem. Focus on what you need to do to fix it. And we find a way to fix it. You know, find a way to use whatever was there to make to, what, make, it uh, to make it happen. Yeah. And I'll tell you the honest truth, like, they were, like, really, really happy. Like, at the end of the day, like, I think when people feel they mess up something, they know they mess up and yeah. it's not, like, a situation where you need to tell them they mess up. Mm-hmm. You know, like, That's that, true. that That's child true. that don't need the legs, yeah. like, <laughs> is like, Daddy, I'm so sorry. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. like, you see a child, like, you ain't really need... The point is the point. Yeah. Like, you're banging them was supposed to, like... Do that, but they already do. They already do. So, like, yeah. let's just skip to the next step. Let's mm-hmm. skip to the advice now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because the child knows, right? It's the same thing. Like, yeah. some grown people, they, they, they act the same way. Yeah. We know we made a mistake. We were supposed to do this. We really don't have an excuse. We, we dropped the ball. You come back and you say, okay, you know what? We're going to make this work anyway. Mm-hmm. And they're like, really? Like, yeah. 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 And they feel amazing. It's like, okay, well... Thanks. <laughs> you know, yeah. and, and, and as you said, like, kitticians, are, we, we, we always have a lot of bad things to say about mm-hmm. ourselves. I, I don't know if this is like a self-deprecating sort of mm-hmm. situation. But you're right. When a kitchen for you, the, le, oh, the, oh. you can't say nothing. nothing. You can't nothing, do nothing. nothing. They're going to just, they're just loyal. Like, they're just and tribal, like, le, le, levels. Yep. It, and I feel like it really doesn't take much. It's all about you just honestly caring for and loving. Uh, love is a word we tend not to use so much, right? Mm-hmm. But it's such an important thing. I think many of us are afraid to even say the word. Mm-hmm. At one point, I was uncomfortable with the word. But ever since I was young, I always was fascinated with the word love, like to understand, like what is love? What's the definition of love? How do you define love? Mm. And of course, life would teach you over time, like love, when God said love your neighbors as yourself, he, it wasn't a suggestion. He was telling you to do it. So it means that it doesn't have anything to do with how I feel. Love is, I don't feel like it, but I'm going to do it anyway. And if we learn to, to live that way with one another, like we'd be so much better off. Yeah, yeah It's like duty first and feelings second. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, you know, it, it's, it's funny because I'm 33. Mm-hmm. Um, I think some people, depending on how old you are, you say, that's, that's pretty young, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> and depending on how young you are, yeah. you'll be like, oh, you're old as dirt, yeah. right? You're mm-hmm. in that, that, mm-hmm. that zone. Um, but I think what I found is that it's very easy to say, also for some of us, it's very easy to say, I love you. Like, 
it, it almost sounds like a hallmark phrase that you mm-hmm. see in a movie or hear in a story. Something book. you're supposed to say. Yeah, like I'm supposed to tell you I love you, right? Um, but I find the older you get, I think that's when you truly start to figure out like how this love, love thing, thing go. go. Because it's very difficult to say I love you when mm-hmm. you are mad at somebody. It's very difficult to show appreciation and to still mm-hmm. do what you're supposed to do when you feel like you've been wronged. Yeah. Like love is an action word that does is, is a testing word. It's like yeah. when things are great, everybody is in love. As soon as yeah. some rain starts <laughs> to show it on you, it's yes. like, I hate you. You know, like, it's just the yeah. first thing that comes out your mouth yeah. is the antithesis, which is not really, I think, love and hate. I don't know. I don't know. It's funny. Mm-hmm. I feel like indifference is the opposite to love, mm-hmm. like not caring at all. Like, it doesn't matter if you live, die, you succeed, yeah. you fail. <laughs> Like you, you happy or you're sad. I have no thoughts. Like yeah. I, you don't even occupy your space in my brain. Yeah. That's yeah. indifference. I think that's the opposite to love. Hate takes some investment. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, the older you get, the more you like your love. Like the the word love is tested mm-hmm. because God is difficult to love. Even like if your children are not doing what you want them to do, or they mm-hmm. f- you feel like they're going off kilter, mm-hmm. and you know you ain't training them so. Mm-hmm. Like to yeah. love them, yeah, uh, it's difficult. Or if you got a partner who somehow just like feel, you just feel like they're rubbing against you, like but you still gotta like cook the food mm-hmm. or wash the mm-hmm. clothes <laughs> or like tell them you support them, even when you feel like they wrong you. Mm-hmm. Like I think that's when you know when you're in love. Like, that's when you know what love is. Is when you get hurt. Like yeah. if yeah. you could still love through pain, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, maybe you got it. Yeah, love, love, even when you're upset, even when you're hurting, love would, love is deciding to still consider the other person. To still, because if I say I love you and I get upset with you, the first thing out my mouth shouldn't be, you know, something to bring you down. Even if I yell whatever I yell should be so, like maybe expressing the hurt or mm-hmm. the anger, the frustration but it shouldn't be you know sometimes as we would say you're just abusing to win like yeah, it, shouldn't, yeah, yeah. it shouldn't be abusing to win like you when you love somebody you want to protect them you want to to help them be better so you're very mindful of your actions and your words for me even when I'm upset like I might get upset and tell you off, mm-hmm. but it wouldn't be anything that I'm going to have to take back tomorrow. Mm. It wouldn't be mm. anything I would regret, like, oh, Lord, maybe I shouldn't have been so hard, you know, because I'm going to stop and think. I would quicker go quiet. Than to, than than to, to say something yeah. you don't want to And then say. when I cool down a bit, I could say, you know, I really didn't like the way you did such, you did such and such and such. It made me feel this way. Well, vacation feel like you reach a different level. <laughs> <laughs> No, I feel like you reach when, a different level. <laughs> uh, I guess life and circ- sorry, circumstances kind of... An experience. Yeah, like, if, you, if your mind set right, mm-hmm. you keep learning and you keep learning and you don't want to make the same mistakes Multiple times, over. yeah, true, true, true. You want to understand so you know how best to deal with whoever it is. And I think you what know? you're saying is, is that's the right thing. Like, to... Even if you're mad or you're angry, you 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 don't go off into degrading the person mm-hmm. that you love. Yeah, it's yeah. also very easy to 
and this is something I, I don't know if I'm still learning it I, I, I always say like things are work in progress what I feel today I might two weeks from now I might get some kind of new and like <laughs> that's nonsense yeah but like the person who you love mm-hmm. it's very easy for them to to, to, to hurt you or break mm-hmm. your heart and them things like it, it doesn't even take for them to really try that hard or even mm-hmm. try at all yeah like yeah. sometimes just a little insensitivity they feel like they're doing the right yeah. thing and <laughs> And, and and by all means you like they are broken like, the feeling so like, bad how you like, could do me this yeah. how you could do this thing to me mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember one time a, a friend of mine she was like she's telling me a story she said she and she boyfriend was supposed to go out mm-hmm. um, for his his birthday and last minute he told her that his mother wants to take him out or something like that <laughs> <laughs> oh, and gosh. And she said, the Lauren Shaw story, she said she was completely, mm-hmm. she was completely destroyed. Yeah. Like she says, Stephen, it, I don't know why, but I cry a mm-hmm. ball. I felt like I was second fiddle. I felt like, like, I felt like me whole, like, imagine I'm your, like, I'm your girlfriend. I'm supposed to be like the mm-hmm. one and like, mm-hmm. like you just come and choose. Yeah, that would be disappointing. It's disappointing. But and then I said, like, if you open up the story a little bit more then you start to understand it's like it's not really so bad mm-hmm. I understand how you feel but let's apply some logic one mm-hmm. his mother doesn't live here she actually okay. came in the day of okay. um, to surprise him oh. you see what I mean mm-hmm. so she asked him to go and he wanted to spend some time with her she was of only course. there for two days so he wanted to spend some time with her that doesn't sound as bad as yeah. making it sound <laughs> like oh you mo-. and again it's his mother like mm-hmm. It just, it, you know, people, but I'm just saying, the long and short of it is that it's just not difficult for somebody that you love to, to hurt. They have such a close proximity to you. You incense, they, they know, you feel like they should know, because they're so close to your heart, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. feel they should know you, like, most intimately. Yeah. So they should know that this would break you, you know, like, and that hurts more. If a stranger do you something, is mm-hmm. like, yeah, it, it make me feel bad, but I'm not going like like to cry about why you do me because yeah. you're a stranger you don't know any better but like for somebody who you love and somebody mm-hmm. who you connected with it's like but you know me though you know like this would make me feel bad one of the things I've grown to appreciate right is the difference in how men and women think when you understand that mm-hmm. life becomes life and relationships become a lot easier Easy. because we have different needs and so we tend to communicate based on the needs we have mm-hmm. and they, they, they're just not the same so we you ever in an argument right uh-huh. and with somebody you're in a relationship with and you like you you telling your part and she telling her part and it's like yeah but you ain't understand, understand what i saying you ain't understand and she's saying you ain't get it you saying she because the two of you are talking from two different places your many needs times. and many her times. needs and when you understand that right then you start to look at it so much different and it's like okay this is why he's saying this mm-hmm. how best to help him understand where i coming from so you got to kind of learn to speak the language yeah yeah, when that book, Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus, I haven't read it, uh-huh. in the, like, in thoroughly, the, but mm-hmm. I read, you know, bits and pieces, but it's so true, like, 
it's probably a good book for people in relationships. The relationships, to have yeah, yeah. Very good. Once you understand that. The thing is, and and you know, women, women, I found at least they communicate from a state of of of, of empathy and and feelings and so on. Whereas men, kind of. We tend to we we are we are, we are emotional, but we also like logical. Very logical. Like this ain't make no sense. Yeah. Like Women emotional, more emotional. Well, that's the thing. Men. You know, you know, my girlfriend told me she said, you know, before I came into this relationship, I thought like women were like emotional ones, but I am an emotional bad. <laughs> like, are you? You have a lot of hangups, and men, mm-hmm. like men, attribute a lot to the status. Like, for example. <laughs> and this is a this is a in, interesting example, but I I know of guys who cheat a lot. Mm-hmm. Not of them, some mm-hmm. of them I would even call them my friends and yeah. stuff. And they those they would cheat, cheat, <laughs> cheat, 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 uh-huh. cheat, cheat, all of them cheat, 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 cheat. Until they get cheated. One time they get boy. <laughs> Cannot take it. Yeah. And when you ask them, because. Again, between knowing them and know mm-hmm. of certain situations, one thing is difficult for them to admit that I get by. They would mm-hmm. rather keep it a secret. Mm-hmm. Why? Because getting cheated on, on, like for them, getting cheated on is not the same. Mm-hmm. Because for them, it's a complete breakdown of their purpose as a man. Mm-hmm. Like to be providing and so on. If a woman is cheating on you, it. it Makes you feel inferior like to the wasn't man. Enough. Exactly. Yeah, you wasn't enough. Exactly. When really and truly, it might not have anything to do it with you be, being she enough. Just fed up are you she just fed up with you and, and looking comfort somewhere and else. look comfort because you are unavailable. Mm-hmm. Not because you're not enough when you're there, but because you're not enough because you're not there. Yeah. You check what I mean? And men don't ascribe that. Or sometimes to sometimes a woman could be in a relationship and she just don't feel like she don't feel like she needs of being mm-hmm. met not i mean i don't even mean it sexually i just mean yeah. it in terms of emotional understanding and development she feels disconnected and mm-hmm. these kind of things mm-hmm. this happens um, but men don't think of it like that. yeah think <laughs> we get bite because we inadequate yeah. we get bite because we don't make enough money mm-hmm. we get bite because all of these weird statusy things yeah and when women all are she like, really wanted was your time was your time and your effort your attention a woman's number one need is to feel secure. Mm. And not necessarily financially, but she needs to know that she is the apple of your eye and that Halle Berry could, you know, walk past your naked. Halle Berry, though. It Halle wouldn't matter. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Halle Berry, though. And on. it wouldn't matter. Uh-huh. If you, the, when a woman is secure, right, she would move mountains. Nothing is too much. Just let her get one doubt. The doubt doesn't even have to be confirmed. Mine, Just normally you come home, you take off your shoes here, you put your shirt there, you left the dishes in this thing, and it's okay. Mm-hmm. She come and she just, okay, she do what she doing. After that one doubt, all of a sudden, Stephen, why are you always leaving your shoes here? Why this? Why oh, everything is a problem? Boy. Once number one is out of whack, everything, everything else out of whack. Everything else. Her second need is open and honest communication. Yeah. I learned and I'm taking these <laughs> notes down. Uh-huh. She also needs non-sexual affection. A woman is more likely to be turned on, well, the average woman, mm-hmm. by you showing her affection. Maybe just hugging her, you know, just rubbing her. 
a little kiss on the forehead, then she probably would be like, mm, you this know, is what, get yeah. me, yeah. But when you come and you are like, hey, you hot and heavy, at, yeah, it's, it's yeah. A turn could off. be a turn off, could be a turn. Most times is a turn off. Um, of course, you have exception to the rule. Every mm-hmm. rule, you know, based on the relationship you have and, mm-hmm. and the different moments, different moments. But in general, and then a lot would probably disagree, but that's fine. When and this I, is this is where the breakdown happens too because a man is like efficient. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like it, it sounds. This gonna sound terrible. And this is not. This is, <laughs> this is how I think. Maybe how I used to feel. Mm-hmm. Like cuddling ain't make no sense. Like this, this <laughs> like no, like may may mean to sound yeah. like barbaric, yeah. but it's like isn't the point to mm-hmm. get to this point? Mm-hmm. You understand? Isn't the point to get to this? Isn't the point to reach this third base or whatever? Yeah, but then the way you get there and the way a woman gets there is completely different. different. So yes, it's true. When you understand that, then you know it's, it's important easier to invest the in time the in the first and the second base. Yeah, exactly. so you could get to final so, destination. But then even so, what I found too is um, you kind of got to wipe that from your mind too. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're too focused on that part, even if you're doing mm-hmm. all of the... She gonna know that this yeah. is where you, you're you after. You could feel it. Yeah, and like, it's like, yeah. And it could be again the same turn. Like women are very, they, 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 and it's a good thing because sometimes men are not. Yeah. They're very tuned to energy. Yeah. Like if you have an ulterior motive, like if cuddling is the point, she would be more mm-hmm. accepting to move to the next level. Let down her gas. Exactly. You don't but get if cuddling is just the first step, and she could t- sense like that. Like your dear, like. Being all mechanical, yes, like, oh, I, I gotta kiss your neck, neck. <laughs> you know, yeah, because yeah. men are like that, we're very methodic. Yeah. It's like, okay, you know, to get this, I have to kiss your neck, mm-hmm. gotta kiss her for like two mm-hmm. minutes, uh-huh. then I put my hand <laughs> you got the time back. clock running to it, and you got the time clock in your <laughs> okay, head, bap, time bap, to bap. move to the next, time to move yeah. to the next, get a little closer, yeah. rub, mm-hmm. stop, rub. <laughs> You know, and it's yeah, like yeah. it's like you played a video game. It's like X O X O square 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 up yeah. down up down right. Yeah. You know, like like we just like, but then that's what I'm saying. Is like in order to understand it, just like what you said, mm-hmm. it's like you have to, you have to not have that kind of mm-hmm. end goal. Sometimes you have to go in completely empty yeah. and just move with it. Mm-hmm. And as bad as and as hard as it is, like be acceptable, be accepting when it doesn't go mm-hmm. the way that you might have envisioned it to yeah. go. You see, that's where love come in because love would make you want to understand, okay, this is what she need. Mm-hmm. And she would, if, if, if love is on both sides, then she thinking the same thing. Okay, this is what Stephen need. This mm-hmm. is what whoever need. So if you, which is like, it's so important for people to be giving yeah, yeah. and not so focused on taking. Because in love, love... For God so loved that he gave. Yeah, like, yeah. love gives. And if you both focus on making sure each other okay, then problem solved. It's tr- because yeah, that's then true. she going to be thinking about, okay, what he need to get to where he need to get to. And you're going to be thinking what, what she, she need. need to to so she when need the two of you mind set that way, like, what problem there? That's a very good point. What problem is there? But that's the problem is. Not everybody Does thinking that, that yeah. way. No, everybody, not everybody, but 
people could be quite selfish and just focus on what they want, what they need. So. And prayed, I mean, you see, prayed, prayed also to his selfishness is sometimes mm-hmm. prayed. Prayed gets in the way. Yeah. Like when you, when you, prayed is dealing with how things look mm-hmm. to the outside mm-hmm. world. And I've heard so much arguments about nobody gonna got me look, nobody gonna got me yeah. like no fool, yeah. like nobody gonna got me stupid. Mm-hmm. Like if you think I'm gonna give you all and, and, yeah. and like I'm gonna text, like these kind of people don't understand how much they sabotage. Anything that they go into with that level yeah, of thinking, yeah, even relationship, relationships, like relationships. Yeah. Okay, so you're being hurt. This is a lesson that I had to learn. We get hurt in relationships, we get bitter, and then we hold on to the bitterness. In order to overcome that bitterness, for me, is it like I would stop at the end of it after all the vexation and all the frustration and all the whatever happened, mm-hmm. you know, it's important to sit back. And in many cases, I had to hold myself accountable. Yeah. Okay, yeah, he might be an idiot for cheating on you, mm-hmm. but did you not see the signs before? Mm-hmm. So instead of being angry with you now, I learned the lesson like, hey, remember when such and such and such and such and such and such and the big red flag drop out the sky in front of your face but you ignore it? You just bypass Yeah, so then before you be upset with him, be upset with yourself and learn from the the situation and move on. Then you're able to move on not carrying the load load from that and not feeling like you need to protect yourself from everybody else because the minute you get into... Uh, if you're even moving towards a relationship and you feel you need to protect yourself, you need to ask yourself if love present. It's true. That's because a good point. love would make you feel so protected that you would feel okay to be vulnerable mm-hmm. and to just let down every wall. Mm-hmm. So it starts with you holding yourself accountable. Nobody could hurt you unless you give them permission. That's and a good usually point. in relationships, we give in permission over and over and over to people to hey it's like saying hey hurt me hurt me again and hurt me again like we need to learn to to walk away from situations when we see the red flag when we see the red flag that is that is profound <laughs> <laughs> it's true that is no, profound. It's true. it is a is a hundred percent accurate like a lot of the times I, you know i find to be the least um popular the least popular message about relationships, tip about relationships, mm-hmm. being vulnerable. Yeah. Like, people, I don't like being, I'll be honest, yeah, I hate, I don't like it at all. <laughs> like, being vulnerable, like, crying on somebody mm-hmm. and depending on them to like, to secure you is mm-hmm. very difficult. Mm-hmm. It's a, it, it takes something, and also introspection is something people don't, don't do. do. Like, it's everybody's we, fault. We're busy playing the blame game. Exactly. Never stopping to, to say, look. where did I go wrong? Exactly. Because in reality, mm-hmm. you can't do anything about it. Like, you can't tell people how to be. That's true. But you could choose to be different. You could choose to learn from it and learn to make better decisions. So, while you're busy focusing on who fault this happened, who fault that happened? Like, okay, yeah, but what are you doing about what are you, me? Exactly. What are you doing about what me? What am I doing about me? Where, where's my responsibility? Because the thing is, it's my life. Like, mm-hmm. no matter what you do to me, I still have to live with myself. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I could I could stop talking to you. Yeah. I could, like, that's easy. Walk I could start to walk. I could walk around upset for the rest of my life. 
talk bad about talk you. Talk bad about what you. Every, but what is it doing <laughs> for my for life? Like, it's like, it's almost like I'm giving you all the power to control and to manipulate mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. To, to, to make me succumb to unhappiness for the rest of my life. Yeah. Why do we turn this power over to people like this? Exactly. And if I came to this one day, if somebody hurt you, right? Mm-hmm. Why you're focusing, why you're spending so much time focusing on them hurting you and you being upset with them, you being miserable. Every time you see them, you get vexed. Vex, yeah. So it, to me, that's like giving them permission to hurt you over and over. They don't even know because they really don't care after, you know, they, it's over, they, whether it's friendship or whatever. It really don't matter, don't matter to, them, to them. But here you are being bitter, being upset, stressing out yourself. Opening and then, up the yeah, wound. Giving them more time. If you hurt me, you know, I go through the process. I allow myself to feel whatever it is. If I have to cry, I cry because whatever it is, I go through it. And I get to the point where I release it. And I'm like, okay, it's done. I learned the lesson from it and it's done. I move on. I try not to keep going back to it. You know, yeah, Yeah, like, no, just let go and move on. It's difficult. Like, even in certain relationships, like, it might be tough, but if you're going to stay, mm-hmm. for whatever reason, because mm-hmm. people, you, somebody might hurt you, somebody might make a mistake, or they might be yeah. doing something deliberately, yeah. or whatever yeah. the case is. If you're going to choose to stay, because mm-hmm. that's your choice, mm-hmm. um, if you're going to choose to stay, forgiveness, as, as difficult as it sounds, is absolutely necessary to yeah, continue. It is, Otherwise, it it's going to be miserable, and there's nothing that you are doing for the other person by mm-hmm. sticking around and regurgitating Being, yeah. pain over and over and over again. It's the other day I was talking to a, a friend of mine, a, a guy, and he going through the same yeah. thing. Um, his girlfriend, she didn't bite him, but she do him something. Mm-hmm. And he said, like, every time they argue, like, he bring it up. I said, dude, <laughs> yeah. listen, she is not the reason you are hurting anymore. What I'm saying mm-hmm. is, you need to start to deal with this. Like, yeah. this is something you might need to... Intro- like, what, I, what do I need to learn? Yeah. What do I need to express? Because if I need to say something, I need to, like... Yeah. Cry, I need to... Get it out. In you whatever need, form. In whatever form. You need to release it. Yeah. You need to learn and release. Learn and release. Mm-hmm. And this... Bringing it up... Because all you're doing is you're surfacing mm-hmm. the old wound. And there's nothing the person could say anymore. Like, it's funny how, like... You could be relating to somebody... And you keep bringing up a fault and mm-hmm. you deal with it. Mm-hmm. You bring up a fault. They deal with it. They say they're sorry. I, I didn't mean mm-hmm. to. I didn't know this would hurt you. Or, mm-hmm. I'm sorry I made a mm-hmm. mistake. I thought, I thought of myself. I was selfish at the time, but I'm sorry. I realized mm-hmm. what I did to you and I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not going to do it again. When you bring it up again, what do you expect them to say differently? Yeah. Other, than, than, other yeah. than I'm, I'm still sorry. And some people use it like as a way to kind of like mull over arguments if they realize they're gonna lose because some people think yeah, that yeah. arguments are win-lose <laughs> yeah. um, but like they'll bring it up to kind of even the play mm-hmm. like they did something and it's like yeah but remember when, when you do me when this? You do this and I'm like yeah but that's childish because what you're doing now is you're going back in the past there's nothing else that the person could do mm-hmm. from the past mm-hmm. to fix it they yeah. already said it you already yeah. talked about it they don't say they're sorry mm-hmm. what else they could do and you're mulling over what's happening now, which right now there's a lesson that we need, need to deal with. We need to deal yeah. with this. Right now it's just the other day, like I told my girl the same thing. I was like, we're going, we had a, an argument or we were having a disagreement. Mm-hmm. And she brought up something from the past and I said, I understand that I hurt you and I said, I'm sorry mm-hmm. before, but we, 
we are distracting ourselves from, from dealing, dealing with, with, with this matter. What yeah. are we doing about this? Are mm-hmm. we admitting that you are wrong, I am wrong? Are mm-hmm. we admitting that we need to do something to fix it? Yeah. Because yeah. going back in the past ain't helping. Mm-hmm. It's just, we're going to still be solution facing this situation. Based. Exactly. Solution based. But you see, nobody, people tend not to want to admit to being wrong. You know? It's, it's like shining light on your, your shortcomings, like shining light on the areas of you that need, you know, working on, and nobody like it. That's another thing I mentioned in the video, to the, the last video that I did. I didn't post it as yet. Um, it's posted vacation. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. what? I, I'm so new to Instagram, right? If I tell you, I did the video maybe last week because I was like, I don't want to wait too long and be scared to start again. So let me just do it. Mm-hmm. And I'm in this two and I was like, okay. I already knew because it, like, it would just come naturally like this topic. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. I said, Lord, let this be all you and none of me. Let this be you and none of me. Went, start the video, brap, talk, say everything, one take. I was <laughs> like, you're kidding me, right? Getting good. Yeah, right? I was like, I felt so light. Try uploading the video. Get some messages. The video ain't gonna sound. When I look, the video only a little a minute because I didn't know you could only do a minute, minute. on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So I spent so much time. I was like, whatever. I, let me stop and come back to it. In trying to clear clean up my phone, deleted it. Oh no! <laughs> right? Yeah, but I. Fine, you know I was it. like, I won't be discouraged, and you learn. That's the message that. You know, I had to, to bring and I'm bringing it. It might not be exactly how I said it the first time, but you'll bring it the way. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I did it, I did it over. Mm-hmm. So I just need to sit down because I went and watched a video mm-hmm. on how to, to, do, to it. do it now so yeah. I could get Instagram everything TV. up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh no, man, not out. You got Instagram TV. Okay. Like you could have longer clips than a minute. Ah, okay. I'm going to check it out. You could, you could do it. Yeah, so I'm learning as I go. It was pretty, okay, facing the areas of you. Because mm-hmm. the first video I was talking about stepping into God's purpose for your life. Like, um, so then I wanted to kind of follow up a bit on that. It's important if, now when you're stepping into God's purpose, that you have a mindset that's ready to, to face the areas of you that need healing mm-hmm. and that need growth. Because we tend to, to keep these areas locked away. But in order to get to the next level, you must be willing to overcome these um, areas, whether it is healing or growth. And I referred to, again, I could only speak from my experiences. So one of those areas for me was being molested as a child. Mm. Uh, yeah. You know, shame is attached to that. Of course. Yeah. And, uh, like, I didn't know. I was wondering, like, what is it about me that would attract like that kind of stuff to my life might have been the quiet nature I had that oh she quiet she probably ain't gonna say nothing kind of way um, maybe the person was just yeah. like a demon yeah I, I, I <laughs> yeah and uh, um it was honestly I didn't feel like it was something that affected my life I just oh like after passing that time like mm-hmm. them younger days and you know you grow older and it's like okay yeah it happened to you but I just live in and I was having a conversation with a friend of mine, and honest, open conversation. And it was in that conversation where I realized, like, holy crap, it is affecting me. 
I just didn't know because I wasn't focusing on it. And I thought because it was locked away, like I could just go on with my life and yeah, it would just steady and rot away or something. Mm-hmm. No, like you, like you need to understand. So when it came to sex, something in me was feeling like it wasn't something I was supposed to enjoy mm. because in those instances, of course, it wouldn't be something you were enjoying that yeah was pleasant. So it's like, even if it was a situation where, you know, I feel all hot, this is something I want. Once the act started, started. everything mm. in me, in my mind, would shut down. Now, looking at me, you wouldn't know what I was feeling inside, mm. but I just felt like everything turned off. Everything, like, swoop, one switch. So then I started, you know, kind of going back and understanding how it was affecting me. Because the shame that's connected with that, you're kind of dragging it along with, with you, you're feeling it, whether you're paying attention to it or not. And, you know, thank God he was able to help me and to show me, you know, how to move past it and how to understand that, like, okay, um... Yeah, learn the lesson, learn the lesson. Mm-hmm. So from that, I learned to be um, mindful of, you know, who your kids are around mm-hmm. and having them being comfortable enough to, to talk, talk to, to you about anything. And I have to thank God to this point, even my 18-year-old daughter, you know, everything You have is an 18-year-old <laughs> daughter with kids? Yeah, or? yeah. How? Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. like, you know, she would talk to me, like, she very open with me. She would be like, even with her friends, she'd be like, Mommy, um, let's walk. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> right? mm-hmm. I was like, oh, you want me to drop you so and so? And she's like, no, Mommy, let's walk. So I know what I mean. And she's, then she start the conversation and then, you know, I could say whatever to her friend, you know, because she know I'm going to try my best to give good honest advice. and good mm-hmm. advice. And... I'd give her the advice I would give to my own child. So you are a confident to your child and to your children's fr- your child's friend? She's not a child anymore. She's 18. <laughs> yeah, 18 but it feels that way because she still would come to me. Like I had to tell her the other day. I said, Tavi, people going to think I'm having a midlife crisis if I follow you. Because she's like, Mommy, let's go cool a bit. <laughs> Mommy, <laughs> like we got matching tattoos, right? She uh-huh. wanted us to get matching tattoos. So when we went to Barbados... We did it. Uh-huh. And then she's like, Mommy, um, let's get a second piercing. I was like, I had one already done block up. Like, let's do it again, no? So I did it, right? Uh-huh. And then when you look, she's like, Mommy, um, I think I'm ready for a third one. We going to do it? <laughs> it's like... <laughs> yeah. And uh, I mean, uh-huh. even though we, we, we're cool like that, there's still the respect... Of course, mother, ...between daughter. each other. Mm-hmm. But she's comfortable. I remember one day when she, we were, well, she was younger, her cousins were by us. And I'm in the kitchen and I hear them coming down the steps. And she was like, it's okay, you could tell mommy, she ain't gonna bang you. What? <laughs> I don't even remember what had happened. Well, but like, my heart just smiled because I'm like, yeah, feel free to tell me anything. There's a, there, was a, there was a meme I've watched the other day. It was so, it was so impactful. It's the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, Train your kids so that when they get in trouble, they don't say, I have to hide this from daddy. Yeah, yeah. But I have to tell daddy. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I feel like when I was growing up, it, it might have been a little bit the opposite. 
Yeah, for me too. It was like, you crazy. <laughs> I mess up. No. But I know, you gotta keep this as a secret. Mm-hmm. I gotta try to see if I could mm-hmm. gloss over this. Like, the first thing is not to tell me, parents. It was to hide. It, it was, was to always hide. to hide. It was to hide. It was to hide. And, and it's like, I guess we gain old, not just older, but I think the human race is becoming. We're exposed to a lot more things mm-hmm. than we parents mm-hmm. were exposed to. God forbid, they didn't really have a lot yeah. outside of the culture to influence them. They yeah. were just, yeah. this, this is how it's it. done. This, this is it. all I know. I'm going to try my best given one. Yeah. And they yeah. did their best they did. given yeah. one. Yeah. No doubt. But we know, we kind of we know, know better. better. So we should do better. We should be, the, the mantle is higher now. Mm-hmm. So, man, oh man, it's interesting. <laughs> I, I don't, and the thing too is like, like when it comes to like um, relating, mm-hmm. Uh, which is it's vitally important. Like, you have to, in order for you to be able to relate honestly to people, like, you gotta be dealing with your own, mm-hmm. your own, like, inner turmoil. Yeah, yeah. Like, you can be, like, a mess. Like, you could give people advice and use a mess, but what happens is that it doesn't feel like it's coming genuinely yeah. out of yourself. Because you're not trying to fix yourself. Yeah, yeah. You, you got to stay in, in work mode when it comes to you. Like, forever trying to be a better version of yourself every day like and you don't reach there's no destination for this no. it's like until then Ongoing. you just keep walking and being better every day my mother my mother and my sister have a very interesting relationship just when you were talking mm-hmm. and saying talking about tattoos and so i thought about them um when my sister and my mother well when my sister was growing up my mother was my mother still going <laughs> forever be growing up um i thought the relationship was a little mm-hmm. tough mm-hmm. to me my sister Tina used to take it with a kind of grain of salt, but I mm-hmm. felt like my mother was like a little mm-hmm. rough on her, right? But now, like seeing them, mm-hmm. I believe honestly with everything I have, my sister to keep my mother young. Uh-huh. Like <laughs> she does drag her along. And I don't yeah. say dra- I said drag her along just for effect. But yeah. my sister going on a horseback ride, she carrying my mother. Mm-hmm. She going ATV, she carrying Carry my mother. Up. She going to a party, a, a concert. Mm-hmm. My mother ain't walking, she going my mother. Mm-hmm. Like and because of that, my mother experiencing some things that she never yeah, experienced. Like yeah. in all the years that she's been mm-hmm. around, never experienced some of these things. And my sister is like just, she keep pushing it. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. they're supposed to go on a cruise, I think is next year. And my nice, sister ain't nice. like, I'm going on a cruise and I'm just carrying my friend. She's like, mommy, you got to come. Mm-hmm. Like, you're yeah. coming with me. And my yeah. mother's like, look, I'm going on a cruise. Look. You know, and she's it's like... I like it. And I just tell my sister, we have a very loving mm-hmm. family. We're very, mm-hmm. very tight. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I said tight, I mean, we talk to each other about different things. Yeah. We talk to each other even about, like, if we, if we hurt each other, yeah. like, yeah. you can have some kind of conversation yeah. happening in the chat. Um, yeah. But, like, me and my sister, we're very, we're very, like, affectionate. And I would say, like, I really love you, you know, like, I love you so much and I'm proud of you. Mm-hmm. And I want to say thanks. Like, you could do a lot of things without mommy. And I really appreciate you involving her. Like, mm-hmm. I don't try my best to involve her, but you, I think, don't do a mighty job of, like, mm-hmm. keeping mommy, like, active and with mm-hmm. us and so mm-hmm. Thank you. You don't know how much I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. And she's like, yeah, but mommy is so fun. I said, yeah, she is. <laughs> but when I was when I was growing up, uh, when I was at your age, mm-hmm. like, I was more exclusive. Yeah. And I would do things on my own. Like, if I want to go St. Lucia with my girlfriend, like, yeah. I go to St. Lucia yeah. with my girlfriend. If I want to go Nevis. Like, I wasn't, like, trying to yeah. pull my mother into yeah. my, into my, you know, yeah, my escapades <laughs> and whatnot. But I was just saying, mm-hmm. like, you don't do that. And I appreciate that. That's, mm-hmm. I think that's powerful. Like, a mother 
I think mommy is like much happier as a person now than I've ever known her to be. That's good. And she young, like even on WhatsApp, hey. maybe girlfriend will be like, hey, your, your mother does like light up WhatsApp, you know? I said, I said, what do you mean? She's like, watch she story. Uh-huh. And like when you go through, it's like, this is my mother, boy. Mm-hmm. But my mother hip, like fresh, like uh-huh. she like lit. Yeah. Like even some of the words she just use and mm-hmm. so like, mm-hmm. Gabby Tiana tell her this. Yeah. Like what, what, what she... But, but tell her, she was saying something the other day. What she was saying? It wasn't roasting. My mother posted a, a picture of fl- flaming. That's the, mm-hmm. that's the word, flaming. Mm-hmm. So my mother posted a very small picture of her and she had, my, my sister was like, she had to be like three. Mm-hmm. And she was looking up at the camera and she, she was just like, mm, like mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And and I reposted the image on WhatsApp. And she's like, where you and mommy flaming? She's like, where you and mommy flaming me? <laughs> so like, the very next picture to my mother post, like, I love my daughter, would never flame her. <laughs> right? And I'm like, you teach mommy about flaming? Like, you tell mommy about these young uh-huh, people flaming uh-huh. things. She's like, yeah, because you're flaming me up. I said, I said, it's interesting that you don't even know the influence you have now mm-hmm. on your mother. Yeah, yeah. You reach a point now where it's like, you, you are my mother's conduit for life mm-hmm. now. It's, it's mm-hmm. interesting to me. Yeah. Because when you were younger, it was the opposite. Opposite. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I was happy for them. I don't, I, when I hear the story, it just felt like warm. It's like, okay, yeah. okay my mother and my sister ain't the only ones. Mm-hmm. My Tabi laugh at me because she'd be like, Mommy, you use the phone like an old woman. Oh, no. Like you, you're looking at <laughs> yeah. me with your glasses. And you. Yeah, yeah. But at, at the end of the day, it's all, it's all love. Mm-hmm. It's all love. And she's like, she got a special place to have in your heart and it's good to see that it's not just you that have her in a special part of your heart. She got you in a special yeah. part of your heart too because yeah. mothers are irreplaceable. I don't... I can't even imagine. True. Like, my mother now is like one of my best friends. The kind of things that me and my mother talk about now just simply blow mm-hmm. my mind. <laughs> and she's like so open. Mm-hmm. Like, things between her and my father, they married. Mm-hmm. Things between them, like she would talk to me about and I'm like, I'm shocked. <laughs> And confiding me about yeah. certain things, and I'm like, I am mm-hmm. shocked. Like, mm-hmm. like I tell my girlfriend, I said, you ain't one. Or my mother tell me like, <laughs> like I feel like I can't even tell you like, yeah. Like my mother like opened up to me like certain things I just didn't know about even my life. Like I had a false understanding of even the responsibility in the household and mm-hmm. how things were like. The, the responsibilities were shared because mm-hmm. I felt like my dad used to do like almost everything. Mm-hmm. And then come to find, like, no. Mm-hmm. My mother just behind the scenes, like, she didn't yeah. mind yeah. playing, she part, or whatever. She... I help fit for him. Exactly. Yeah. Like, when he wasn't doing what he was supposed mm-hmm. to be doing, I, I'm not, does he was, like, when he fall and rough them, mm-hmm. so, it's my mother. Mm-hmm. And I never knew that. Like, I always thought it was like, my mother, my father used to make the money and my mother used to spend it. Yeah. <laughs> but no, my mother used to handle a lot of stuff. And, like, it just changed my perception of even how a partner is mm-hmm. like it's not just about finding somebody who you could like spend money on or yeah. give money or set up everything for it's about finding a partner to work along yeah. with and uh, one of the key things about relationship is and some might disagree that's fine because i guess it depends on the foundation that you're, you're coming from mine's is the bible mm-hmm. and in this day and age where women want to be independent and you know, all of that. 
not saying like something is wrong with that, but when it comes to a relationship, God set an order mm. and the man is the head. He made Eve a help fit for Adam. It's not saying one is better than the other. It's mm. just that they have, like each person have a role, role to play. That's interesting. But it's interesting. That's, that's, that's not, not a not, thing. No, it's not a. It's, yeah. it's a traditional. And women will be like, "Me not, me, me not, not help nobody, help nothing." Mm-hmm. But I understand what you're mm-hmm. saying. You, you, you're seeing it. People see it as like subservient and less than. Mm-hmm. But but it's not. It's not. It's I, side by side. It's side by side. And sometimes, but sometimes, women. But the kind of things a woman could deal with. But I, I, that's uh, so true. I, like how how is this man can. <laughs> Like, I don't think... And, and Garfield Alexander, he posts this. So he's very, like... Mm-hmm. He's very... Um, he's for, all for female empowerment. To me, he's a feminist, right? Mm-hmm. And he posts a lot of stuff. And something that reoccurs to me is that he'll be like... A lot of the times we feel like women are weaker mm-hmm. than us because we have some, phys- some, phys- some physical advantage. Mm-hmm. We might be stronger physically, but... He would challenge you to like find a, a a man who is as strong as a woman emotionally mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. even like in terms of determination. Like if a woman says she mind, like a woman don't say she mind and she like she riding and dying or she willing <laughs> to go down with the ship and them thing. Man, soon as a man see trouble, he's like, bye, I think yeah. it's over for me. Yeah, you know? that's true. I bowing out. This is it. That's but true. It's interesting. I, 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 again, I'm not in disagreement here because again, I grew up the same. I grew mm-hmm. up Bible and I think. In some ways and forms, like that's still very much our feel. The man is is the head. Man is the head, and yeah, and and you know, women that doesn't make make you the tail. It doesn't make you any less. And if you understand that and you're comfortable with who you are, like nobody could make me feel less because mm. I know who I am. So I'm okay with, and the man being the head doesn't mean you don't have a voice. You know, you could say, hey, you know, I think maybe we should do this instead. Like we're here to help you. So in 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 you leading, sometimes we gonna you know challenge. Of course, because mm-hmm. we might see the danger that you can see. You can see. It's up to you now not to let your ego take over and be like, no, well I think it's this and rap. This is how we're doing it. That's when it becomes a problem. But if loving limits, then ego each person open. Exactly. There's nothing to defend, nothing to protect, nothing to hide. You just open and honest with each other and understand that you're both looking out for each other's best interests. It's very interesting because my, f- my, my best friend, he, he, he has very much that, that perspective as well. And he's like, if a man comes in, if he's with his woman and a man comes in the house, like his first impulse would be to defend and protect. Mm-hmm. You understand? And it's not to say that that means that the woman is not... Cause that doesn't have anything to yeah. do with, with her. That's just his first instinct is to mm-hmm. think. And it's funny because in the relationship I'm in now, like I find that to be the case. So I have no problem putting myself in physical mm-hmm. danger mm-hmm. to protect yep. what I would yep. determine to be my family. Yep. None. Like nobody. Like you wouldn't even give it a it second thought. It wouldn't be a second thought. Yeah. It, there, there, are time, there's, there was one time specifically and I'm, I'm happy how it turned mm-hmm. out because I, there was a physical situation between, well, there was an, it wasn't physical. There was potential a potential yeah. physical situation. Mm-hmm. And like me and me go in, a, in an environment where it was, it could have led to mm-hmm. something very dangerous. And 
my first instinct was stay behind me mm-hmm. we gain through this yeah you understand and it's like I wasn't scared. I wasn't frightened. Because you know you had a job Like, to do. my job now yeah. is to make sure that you reach you out okay. of this. Okay. Like, whatever happened to me, that's... I it didn't even... I didn't even care. Yeah. And yeah. and she was like, Steve, let's just cool. Mm-hmm. I said, okay. And I was like, okay, guys, listen, we're leaving now. Mm-hmm. And then we just kind of move up the situation. Yeah. And but it, it just... It was more than that. But... Again, yeah. and then we, we got out of it. It was an altercation, but it was just in, interesting to me mm-hmm. how willing and it, it just happened over and over. Like, I am 100% ready, ready. ready to rock and roll <laughs> in, if, a in a heartbeat. There ain't even gonna be a thought. Like, if these if these hands need to mm-hmm. catch some mm-hmm. fire in order for mm-hmm. this to be okay and you to be safe, nobody <laughs> like, yeah. they ain't even afraid. Yeah. You could be. Eight feet tall. I, I don't means nothing. Here means nothing. You are not that. And I said, like, this is probably how um, men feel, mm-hmm. like, when their family in danger. It's like I don't care. Yeah. You could yeah. got a gun. You could got a knife. Mm-hmm. You could got a rocket launcher. Let's I am do going. This. Let's <laughs> rock and roll. One hundred percent. Vikish Pickering. <laughs> Thank you so much. I really do appreciate. It was a pleasure. It was a pleasure. I think normally when I talk to you, it's always be a pleasure. It's yeah. like... Uh, same here. Same here. I just have... It's just so much just vibes. Chat. Yes. <laughs> just, and it's just like... Oh, it's just a break. Like sometimes... Sometimes like... I don't know. Like talking to certain people is just sometimes... It's just be so weighty. Because you you're know? on a specific topic uh, and you got to gain depth Well, with it. I mean, well, not for this show. Like, the people I invite on this show normally... Keep it light. Yeah. Like, not just keep it light, but sometimes what I try to do is I try to seek out what they're passionate about. So mm-hmm. it, once I find that click, mm-hmm. it's very easy to talk. Once people talking about what they like... True, that's true. It's like they could speak for Ever. a while, <laughs> right? Maybe even years, yeah. right? But yeah, I mean, like in my daily life, mm-hmm. like sometimes you have a meeting and it's not, it's not like this. I'm not mm-hmm. trying to find your passion in a meeting. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out how we could either A, get some money, B, mm-hmm. make sure we solve your issue, or C, try to create yeah. or sustain a relationship yeah. of business. So it's every day you do that and it sometimes wears you down and that makes you more tired than the actual work. Mm-hmm. Dealing with people could be more tiring than the yep. physicality of yep. doing the actual job. Um, but like, talking to people like yourself to just just make me feel like I had a vacation and I could just <laughs> I could face the world again nice nice alright so thanks a lot and guys we've been listening to Objectively Incorrect um, we've had Vikish Pickering here and I've had such a good time and as usual peace no gangsta guys <laughs> <laughs>